A lot of you have been asking me for insomnia treatment options, so I want to let you know I have launched an insomnia treatment course. It's a very structured and effective treatment program with a lot of clinical evidence support. So one course is in Chinese and one is in English. You can find it at deepintosleep.co/insomnia. A lot of times when we are really stressed out, we may not even realize it. I saw a lot of people telling me I'm not anxious at all. Just to make sure you know that. But from my professional point of view, or from my observation, they are definitely very anxious. Then how do we know we are anxious? We are stressed out. What are the signals, and what we can do about it? Let me share with you two personal stories. Those two aha moments were the moments I realized, hey. I am actually stressed out right now, and I need to do something about it. Welcome to Deep Into Sleep. I'm your host Ishan. When I worked in a hospital years ago, I was so rushed all the time. I feel like I have to care about how everyone is looking at me, how they perceive me. I want to do good job. I want to prove that I am a good psychologist. And I remember, I always run from one spot to the other spot. I feel like there's so many things on my plate all the time. My mind is constantly busy, constantly thinking about what's the next project I have to do, what's the next task I have to get to. And then one day, one of my supervisor talked to me, say, "Hey, Ishan, I noticed you've been running or walking so fast in the hallway all the time." I was like, "Oh, am I? I never realized it." And then I thought about it. Guess what? She was right. I could not even see people around me. I was so into my own mind all the time, and I feel so not peaceful inside of me. And I feel like I was the one pushing myself so hard around that time. Because I care about how other people view me, I care about achievement, I care about performance, and I put a lot of performance anxiety on top of myself. After realizing it, I start slowing down because I don't want to run this autopilot anymore. I want to be more careful, be more mindful about what's around me from time to time. It actually took me a year to two years, when one day I noticed, wow, I actually walking slower, talking slower. I never find myself running on the hallway anymore, no matter inside a hospital or outside of hospital. I'm just more peaceful. Actually, my other colleagues later told me that, wow, you look so peaceful. You possibly, I think, you're gonna be really good at treating anxiety because just talking to you and sitting with you, people just feel calm. How I got there? I think just that inspiration I got, that aha moment I got with my previous supervisor, I realized, hey, I actually can slow down. And when I slow down, I notice, oh, the flowers. The leaves, 
Every day, the sunshine in the morning before I walk into the hospital. It was so beautiful, so unique. It's different from day to day. And over the years, I practice how to slow down, how to be mindful. I don't have to do meditation like half an hour to one hour every day, but I started having a mindful moment every day. It could be like five minutes in my balcony or my garden, look at my little plants, or it's a time when I cook, I eat. I try to be really mindful about the smell. The taste, what I'm doing right here, right now. I think that really helped me to realize I could be very anxious without even knowing it, and I could also be slowed down, be calm. It's all about how I think about it. What's more interesting is after I become more mindful, after I'm able to be at the present moment more, after I'm able to slow down more, I'm actually finding myself not care about other people's perception of me that much anymore. I'm more chill. I'm more go with the flow. I have more solid sense of myself. I find more power from inside of me. I think I start realizing who I am, what I'm capable of doing, what I want to do, and I don't rely on other people outside me to tell me what I'm supposed to become, what they want me to become, and I don't feel super excited because other people say, "Hey, you did a good job." Of course, I'm happy, but that's not all. Of my value that does not define me as a person, and I'm not getting super upset when other people say, "Hey, they don't like me," or there are certain things I do they don't like it. I of course will take the advice, but I don't take it personally. I don't feel less worthy because of other people's criticism or judgment. I think that brief conversation years ago with my previous supervisor actually helped me grow so much over the years. The second aha moment actually happened when I experienced the growth pain in my own business. When I left the hospital to go to my own business, I thought, "Well, you know, no pressure. I just gave myself some time to try it out, see whether I can survive." And the reality is. I survived, and I survived very well. And then I start thinking about, you know what? I don't like doing things on my own. I would love to have a team. I would love to have a sounding board, bounce back forth ideas. I want to have a team to grow with me together, to develop our professional careers together. So I start expanding. I start hiring more psychologists. First, I thought this is so exciting, oh yeah! But then I start realizing, wow, this is actually really hard. A lot of patients would come for me, but when I try to introduce them to other psychologists, other therapists in my group, it was not always that easy. And then I start having a really hard time to figure out how I can find patients. For everyone, how I can make sure everyone carries very good caseload in my practice. I remember that time I had headache, 
I really could not sleep well. I start having nightmares about people are leaving. I find myself just become more irritable during daytime, short fused. I find myself just gets impatient to a lot of things. It just like small. Tiny thing can somehow trigger a lot of negative emotions inside of me, but I did not realize it all. I just like struggled so much. One day, I received email that annoyed me a little bit. I remember sharing that annoying feelings with one colleague, and she just asked me very gently, "Are you doing okay? Are you taking care of yourself recently?" I was like. What? And then I start thinking about that. I start realizing, wow, you're right. All these symptoms I had—irritability, excessive worries, difficulty controlling worry, difficulties with sleep, with appetite—wow, I was so stressed out. She was right. I did not even pay attention to it, and I did not even take time to care for myself. After realizing this, things changed. I start prioritizing my sleep because I do need to think clearly during the daytime. So I would practice wind down time before bedtime. I would try to leave enough space for my body and my mind to calm down. I attended a nutrition class to really take care of my nutrition, my diet, to help myself be more energetic. I start trying exercise a little bit more, and I try to reach out to a lot more colleagues to get ideas, to ask for suggestions and support. All these strategies kept me optimistic along the way, and eventually, I figured a way to make things work. And now our practice is growing healthily. Now think back. I appreciate myself so much back then that I was willing to take a step back, to look at the whole picture, to really take care of myself, and accept the struggles, the stuckness, and slowly figure things out. This reminds me of the philosophy in Tai Chi that when you step back. The power that is hurting you become part of you, and then you take it. You fight back even more, even stronger. Then you will be able to use such a small power to fight with much a bigger power, because you turn the challenge into opportunities. You turn the hurt, the harm, from outside. To an internal power, and I think that's exactly what I did. So these two stories really helped me figure out those tough, stressful moments, and taught me how I can be more mindful, how I can really take care of myself, and then life is a journey; it's not a race. On this journey. I keep on learning. I become stronger. I grow bigger and better, and then I start enjoying this journey more and more. So a lot of times, people complain about the environmental stress, think that's the cause, the root of our stress and anxiety. I think there are two resources of stress and anxiety. 
One is external, whatever is going on in our life. Second is internal. That's the stress we add on top of what already existing, and that way we are carrying double stress. And how heavy that could be! If we can take care of ourselves, if we can be more aware, I think at least we can drop one of the stress we are adding to ourselves, and then we possibly can just. Keep on going with our life with one stress, not double. Wouldn't that be nice? So thanks for listening to my story. If my stories can make you think even a little bit, can inspire you even a little bit, I would be really happy. I want to really thank two people for this episode. First, I want to thank the. Listener who left me a really encouraging message on Apple Podcast, who mentioned that my shared personal story, even a little bit, in one of the previous episode about stress, really inspired him or her. I'm really happy to know that. Second, I want to thank my friend Tammy, who told me, who asked me, "Hey, people are really stressed out recently. Can you do an episode on anxiety?" I was like. Oh yeah, you're right. I definitely have stories to share about that. Let me do one episode on that topic. So really, thanks everyone listening and support, and keep on liking my podcast. I really want to use this podcast to talk about sleep, but not only sleep. Also, I want to talk about mental health feelings, how we deal with life, how we deal with any struggles that can potentially interfere with our sleep. Which is life in general, right? So thanks for listening. I'm your host Ishan. Thank you so much for your support for this Deep Into Sleep podcast. I would always love to hear from you. Please feel free to leave a review, comment, or message me on the website at deepintosleep.co. Ask questions. Tell me how you feel. What topics you want to listen. What guests you want me have on the show. I would love, love, love to hear from you all. Thank you so much for another great week. I will see you all next week. Sleep is an individual thing. We all sleep differently, and there is so much we can do to improve sleep quality. Keep hope and carry on. This podcast is for general informational purpose only and does not include the practice of medicine or other health professional services. Usage of the information we share is at the listener's own risk, and our content does not intend to be a substitute for any medical and professional services, diagnoses, and treatment. Please seek professional health services as needed. Are you suffering from insomnia? I promise you, the CBTI method in my course will definitely help you. Even if several nights of better sleep, that would be a world-changing experience for you. I have had so many success from my insomnia patients who have taken this course over the years. If you know someone who are struggling with sleep, go to my website and check out my course at deepintosleep.co. Or slash insomnia.